Today on our show, we're counting down the top 10 pet sidekicks. Woof! Welcome to episode 386 of the Countdown Podcast. My name's ass is Wayne. <laughs> Actually, my ass's name is Wayne. I too am named Wayne. Go ahead, Polly. <laughs> it's wait up to the roof in this place. That's right, My name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast. We count down movies and sometimes television in order of awesomeness so you don't have to. And today's topic was one we thought of in a brainwave of awesomeness. Well, Wayne, it was Wayne's idea. I'm almost positive because Wayne... Really? Yeah, sure. I think so. <laughs> I'm going to give you credit on this one. Why Pet not? sidekicks. Now, Pet sidekicks, yes. I thought simple as. Just, oh, and then the more I thought about it, the more complicated and convoluted it. Because once what's you say, a pet? Yeah, once you say pet, it ain't just animal. It's pet. Or is it? I kind of... Or do you then make the argument that it's a pet? Uh, yeah, I, every, I think everything on my list falls into being a pet, but I, I guess see. we'll find out. Exactly, who cares? That's part of the fun. <laughs> so the brief is pretty loose, let's just put it that way. Not as loose as some of the feedback we got from the listeners, though. <laughs> Go on. Because I have to say, there were some calls in that list, which we'll hear at the end of the show in the Pop 10 segment, where I'm like, the fuck? That's not a pet. How is that a pet? Let me ask you something, Paul, before we start. Uh, does this feature on your list? One of the ones I was thinking of in terms of the listener feedback. Chewbacca's not a pet. Yeah, see, because like I was thinking, I was saying, where do I put it on the list? I'm like, no, he's not a pet. He's a co-pilot. But he's a co-pilot. He does everything Han does, arguably better. He just doesn't speak human. It's just that he happens to be an alternate yes. species. He's another species. He's not, in fact, like you didn't buy him at the store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So okay. So he's not on my list either. So everything on my list you can buy in the store or at, well, in, in one case. Was bought at the store. I can't remember can't what I put them. on my list because <laughs> I made this list in record time. <laughs> so, full disclosure this week. A little behind the list, a little behind the scenes, everyone. We <laughs> had three weeks of Saturday shows lined up. Yep. And then about a week ago, I said to Wayne, Oh, shit. My wife said she wants to do this and I'm going to shit that around. So, the show on the recording on the 27th, can we put it back to the 28th of August? He goes, Sure, no worries. And he sends me an invite changing the 20th to the 21st, which I did not clock. I don't I know what the fuck I did. I don't know what went on. But basically, I thought we were recording tomorrow. Turns out we're recording today. Yep. So, I did my list in record time. Paul, when Paul texted me saying, What time today? Yeah, I said at 12 30. I'm like, Hey, dude, what time is it again today? Dude, I had, which a, again, I I had, I had company here when I got your text. <laughs> I immediately shat my pants Game and said, over, man. I thought it was Game over. And I was like, So, what the fuck are we going to do know, now? What are we going to do? She had to go. I hope you had that reaction. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so, but we're ready. We're ready. I'm just saying well. to you, shit is done. I'm ready. Word to Big Bird. Check the list out, son. Well, in that so, case. It's still a masterpiece. <laughs> it's it's, by the way, 600th released episode of this show. Is it so? Yep. Oh, this recording today. Well, there you are. So we've had 600 goes. Uh, we don't, we've not recorded 600 <laughs> different times. We, we tend to record the review and things. Yeah, nevertheless, 600 episodes. We still can't get a fucking date right. Of course not. Of course not. And you know, you know, you know my well, cognitive abilities. <laughs> there's only one soundboard, the sound, which will absolutely summarize exactly where we are. these things happen so thank you to all who have found us you've got first ever time listening to the show welcome this is kind of craziness which does typically i'm sorry tend to go on but hopefully you'll find a bit of amusement in the list as we present them which we're going to do on the other side of this first segment it's called the recount who wants a recount who 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 wants a recount who 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 wants a recount Recount time. What happened this week, Polly? Well, this week we had a vote last week about last week's show, which was the top 10 unsexiest sexy scenes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do that, Paul. 
<laughs> 47 votes only. Now, interesting, the Facebook algorithm obviously spat it at me this week for some reason because we only got to like one third of the list of the Facebook listener community. That's the only place you can vote. So you head over there and do check in with the thing Thursday night, normally Australian time. I put this one up. 47 votes. I won one! Hooray! Look at that. How ironic. In, a, in, an, in an unsexy scenes list, <laughs> I got fingered. <laughs> okay, go ahead. 70% point. to oh, shit. 30% was a bit of a show. That, that is a fingering. 33 to 14, if you want to be specific. However, John Sloan, aka Julio for the Contrarian, said both of you had amazing lists, but Paul kink shamed how the duck enthusiast, and we can't have that. <laughs> Timothy Williams said, got Paul this week. X would have been right at the top of mine. Plus, us bomber blokes have to stick together this week. Goes without saying it's been rough. Yes, it has, Timothy. Thank you very much for your support. Yeah, as well as Charles Gretsch, who said, yeah. voting for Paul. Simple reason is, I feel bad. He's a Bombers fan. He needs a win. <laughs> <laughs> so I may have got some sympathy votes this week, is what I'm trying to say. Hey, whatever works, I see. There will be a patron special about my thoughts about Essendon going out uh, in the next few days. So Can't wait for that one. If you're a patron, Wayne, <laughs> Wayne is so I don't know shit about fucking football. Well, I'm about to explain it all but to you. that'll him. be fun. That'll be fun. Jonathan Lamb said a vote for Paul's The Room Needle Drop Gag. Totally worth it. Yes. What the fuck? Thank you, Jonathan. That absolutely made my week along with those other ones. Matt Evans said Paul's hatred of the Twilight series wins in the chocolates this week. And then just so it's not all one side, Amina Harkin said, Paul, you missed the brief, mate. That's a huge Liam Neeson size difference between a sex scene and a sexy scene. Films that aren't trying to be sexy, rape Papa's dead children, are completely off topic. You totally waned this week. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're fucking... Yeah, anyway. So Go you got to vote there. I'm not sure I agree. I think sexy scenes is sexy as well as sex scenes because they're still meant to be sexy, right? I think the point was this is a fucking hard list to put together and we had to grab it. Which is why we did something simple <laughs> that Wayne could do inside 45 minutes and that is pet side picks, which you're going to hear on the other side of this. Thank you. Top 10 Pet Sidekicks. Oh. <laughs> this is the subject of this week's countdown. Now, we've already had a bit of a discussion about how Wayne did this one fast and on the fly. Mm-hmm. And we'll see whether this does better than what he does at plans his shit out a <laughs> lot. Do you want to take us away with your number 10, Wayne? What the hell? My number 10. Hey, Paul, do you remember that movie Lost Boys? I do. Okay, so Lost Boys. I assume that's from the soundtrack. Lost God knows. <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> perfect. Um, I was a big fan as a child, as more many of us of our vintage, yes? Uh, first Not dog, you, actually. First, yeah, yeah, great film, great film. First dog pick. Mm. First of many, uh, Nanook. Nanook. Nanook is an Alaskan Malamute that belongs to Sam Emerson, who is the fucking Corey Feldman. Haim. Haim. Corey Haim character. <laughs> and he's very protective of Sam, which is shown when, check this out, here's the scene where I thought he was the shit, okay? Sam is having a bath because he's a bitch, right? And he's singing whatever that song. Singing some pussy ass song. He's got the worst fashion in this film. In fact, it may only have been overtaken by Kiki Palmer's character in Nope recently. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got no excuse. So uh, yes, he's in a bath, and because he's a bath person and he's doing, he's young and shit. He's putting his hair in soapy ass like mohawks and whatever. And the dog uh, Nanook is sitting next to him. Now I've got a song to get us out of here. Oh great. Hopefully live. (laughs) The dog's just lying there while he's having his bath. It's all good. But his brother Michael, who's half vampire, I don't know what the fucking song is. His brother Michael, who's half vampire at this stage, is all like, hmm, I think I might need to eat my brother's ass. And then he's sort of like just approaching the bathroom, which is door, which is closed. And the dog goes, are this? And I'm like, oh, the dog's there. And then Corey Haim, because he's a bitch, 
submerges his entire head under the water because he's a bitch, right? <laughs> and then as that happens, Michael bursts in. The dog goes and jumps on his ass, barrels him out of the room. The door closes. Corey, what's it? Comes up and goes, "Hey, where's the dog? What's going on?" Right? He's like, he doesn't. He missed the whole thing. This dog might have given its life for his ass, and he's like, "What's going on here?" Then he goes outside. Turns out the dog bit Michael yep. on the hand and fucking. It, I was afraid Michael killed his ass. Blood and I'm like, you better blood not kill him. Blood was streaming out, and he's like, "Your dog bit me." Yeah, and he's Sam. like, "What, what you, you doing, my dog, Michael?" And he's like, he didn't, he bit me, this is my blood. And yeah. like, okay. So I thought, you know what? Everyone needs a Nanook, son. Yeah. Everyone needs a goddamn Alaskan Malamute to cook's ass on his bath. Yeah, absolutely. Wahams and agree. Not the last dog you hear today, let me tell you. Let's face it. Dogs are awesome. A lot of dogs. They protect humans. This is about that list. Let's go. But this time I'm going with a cat. And technically, it ain't even a real cat. Oh. It is a mechanical cat. Oh, shit. It is a robot AI. It is socks. From Lightyear. Great move. Now, I didn't put him on here because I because I knew you'd, you'd put him on here and I want him to. Because Socks from Lightyear is the shit, everyone. He's he the shit. totally steals this film. Without Tops. Socks, what is a pretty average film would have been not passable. Seriously, this, this cat, cat robot adds 17, maybe 20 points. Ooh, that's how, that's wow, how much it that's did. That's a star. That's an extra star for those playing along at home. If you haven't seen Lightyear... Queen. This cat is so good. He actually, literally, they will all be dead about three, four yeah, times yep. without a cat. He does. He saves them all time and again. And he's actually given to Buzz to be a robot Support kind of therapist to keep, yeah. him, to keep him sort of sane with what he's doing, trying to, anyway. But it's me- smart as mechanics shit. Mechanics of the film. Very smart. Charming. Voiced by Peter Son, who is actually a Pixar director. He directed The Good Dinosaur and another film of theirs upcoming called Elementals. Didn't know that. Like that. Didn't yeah. know that. So they have a bit of multi-talent there and, and has written and worked in animation capacity in heaps and heaps of their films. So very talented guy, quite clearly, and he nails this particular role. And uh, yeah, I really, of course, the big thing. He has behaviors of a cat, does all the things that a cat needs to do, even though he's just a robot. Yes. But uh, when he's scanning, he's meow, 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 As his head turns completely meow, 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 meow. And then he goes, this is the answer. Now that shit is pure charm, ladies and gentlemen. I still have not seen a proper socks. Uh, I cannot toy. believe there are not socks toys. There's like the a way. stuffed one, but I'm going to need a fucking robot one that, that goes meow, look, meow, 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 and processes shit when I ask him to. Like Siri. Look, if they can release a Woody and a Buzz Lightyear one where you know you pull the string or press a button and they say, reach for the sky. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I reckon the movie didn't do well enough for them, for them to uh, invest in the You're right. That's I right. I looked the other day. In fact, I looked when I was making this list last night and... This film cost $200 million to make, only made 225 God damn, Captain America Massive and his big ass salary. Loss. Yeah. All right, that's my 10. Socks from Lightyear. Nice one. My number nine. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, many of you are not old enough to know this film. Uh, I, being an old cunt, um, <laughs> have. Well, there was a film a back whole in. whole six months older than me. Exactly. In 1986, ladies and gentlemen, there was a film called The Great Mouse Detective. And it had quite an impression upon okay, me. Okay, yeah. Okay, because what it's Heard about, it. it's about the main characters in this film are all mice. And they live, of mice and rats actually, they live in Victorian London, okay? But they live in Sherlock Holmes's house. And what happens is, the film draws on the tradition of Sherlock Holmes, because Sherlock Holmes and Watson appear as sort of like, you see them off screen as shadows and you hear them. But these two, okay. the two main characters are actually mice who are detectives yep. and they act like Sherlock Holmes and Watson. They I don't, don't think I've seen names. this film, but I'm familiar with it. Oh, it's back in the day. But here's the thing. Their actual sidekick is a dog named Toby. It's a basset hound. And it's huge compared to them because it's a dog and they're a cat. I mean, they're mice. But the dog actually does everything they need. It actually, it's, it's the sweetest, most beautiful, fucking gentle-ass dog ever, but it's very, very cool. He has massive sensitivity towards them, and he totally 
literally they couldn't do anything without him. So he's just very, very cool. He runs around, does shit for them. It's actually a wonderfully charming film. Okay. To be fair, haven't seen it since the 80s. Oh, sure, sure. You know, um, That's but right. it was actually... You did this list in 45 minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually one of the first things I thought of when we thought of the topic, because this movie, The Great Master Detective, actually saved the future of Disney feature animation. Did you it? wouldn't have any I thought of that them. was... Was it Hercules? Uh, that was above there. That was around there. The but black, this one, the Black Cauldron, almost sunk them. Well, when Michael Eisner and Fre- and Jeffrey Katzenberg or whatever, like they actually came together and they they greenlit this movie and they didn't really expect it to do so well. But it was the first one they did. It did extremely well, and it's now. And then the company changed course and said, "Well, now we can do animated features more because they were doing like fucking Kurt Russell movies back then, like you know, all sorts of weird, like you know, the Disney fucking bullshit movie, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. sort of. So this is that. This is sort of the start of that. But yeah, you should definitely check it out or if you have kids or whatever. Hmm, I do. So why not? Fair enough. My number nine is my first dog on the list. This is Einstein from Back to the Future. Oh, Einie. The first ever, yeah, as they often call him, Einie, first time-traveling dog. Yes, he went first. He did go first. He went and was set through one minute to the future, I believe, mm-hmm. and arrived back from 1.20 a.m. to 1.21 a.m. And, yeah, just a very cute, what is he? He's a... He's a shepherd. He's an English sheepdog. Yeah, I, I did write down some, somewhere. He's got some furry ass head, you know? He's very furry. And very. And then, of course, when he is back and the terrorists turn up to try and shoot Doc Brown because he stole the, new, the, the, the plutonium. nuclear pl- plutonium, yeah. that's it, from them, uh, he barks and warns them and gives them a chance to survive. It allows Marty to get away to 1955. So. That was harsh as shit when Doc Brown got shot mm. in The Back to the Future. I was like, oh. And he throws the gun, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh my God. I remember seeing that as a kid. Going, 80s, man. Holy shit. I know. The they 80s. can do whatever then. There's no way you get they away with that. They can gun down an old man. With that shit happening in exactly. 2022. Oh shit, man. So, yeah. I, I thought, you know, he's not that big a thing and he ends up living with the Browns by the end of the trilogy and whatever else. But in the original film, I thought just the fact that he time traveled. And was first in that in that world. Time travel was worthy of a mention here. Hence, one number nine. Yes, and not like Leica the dog, which they left up there. Goddamn Russians! All right, <coughs> what? Leica was the first space traveling dog by the Russians, and they just sent him up there and left him there. Wow! Because they can't. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> Current anyway. world events would tend to suggest you are correct. Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry everyone who's Russian. Um, yeah. <laughs> all none of you. Yes, all none of you. Okay, everyone, my number eight is... Oh, God damn it! it's another dog, but who, what are you going to do, all right? Yeah, fair enough. Now, um, I get a lot of heat, a little bit of heat, some heat for liking this Will Smith film, I Am Legend. Oh, this is low. Really? Yeah. You're not... talking about Sam, the German Shepherd? Yes. Man, okay. So low. Low, all right, fine. First of all, Sam, the German Shepherd, is the bomb because he's Will Smith's only friend as, what for who he knows, the last, the last human, human on, on Earth. Earth. So he's the last sidekick no. on Earth, right? Why do you have this so low? Because... Because he's like the big... Part of this, she is like this big part of this film. Well, I, it's probably just constant abuse, Paul. I don't know. Um, every, it's, it's hard enough putting a Will Smith film on a list now. These anyway, I'm fucking so bothered. Anyway, <laughs> promise I won't slap you. <laughs> well, that's it. Now, the the thing that happens to uh, the the German sh- Sam in this film is that unfortunately she does get bitten by one of the zombie slash vampire. All right, you haven't done, you haven't saw anywhere near well enough. All right, Kantish, let's go. So Robert Neville's only companion in His a name world. Is Robbie Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. You're probably, I think you are right. Only companion in the world. Go on. Is this loyal German shepherd who has been by his side ever since the world fell into ruin and sure. everyone was turning into vampires and killing everybody else, or vampires, zombies, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Then they get set upon and these infected three dogs get released at them and they're only held back because they can't come into the sun by a thin band of sun. So they're trying to get away and then the sun, sunlight goes down far mm-hmm. enough and these dogs come rushing at them. He's dead to rights until... 
Samantha jumps across and intercepts the first dog. He manages to shoot the second dog. Mm-hmm. And then the third one leaps on top of him. And so Samantha's fighting off to the side there. He's trying to get the gun to shoot that one. He's They're both screwed. And then out of nowhere, Samantha jumps on the dog that's on top of him and saves him again. Mm-hmm. And she gets bitten by that dog, yep. having defeated the other dog. And then Will Smith shoots the last infected dog. But so, then, Paul... Then she turns. She turns, but he's got to actually... He's got her in his arms while she turns, and he knows once she attacks, yep. he has to fucking smother, crack a neck yep. or whatever. Yep. And he's crying, and I'm crying, Paul. And he has a breakdown, because that's it. This is his one living companion. He is toast. And that's why this is as high as it is on my list, because this dog is everything to the main character in this movie. It's not just a sidekick. It's a therapy dog. It is the biggest companion, I think, of any of them on this list. Well, I have a lot of dog saving things, so I get that, though. But you know what? Here's an interesting fact. Uh, the real dog's name is Abby. Will Smith loved working with Abby so much that he wanted to adopt her, but the trainer wouldn't let him buy her. Oh. And then, because apparently the trainer found her at a kennel and had only weeks to train her for the role. What? So, yeah, to get her to limp it's in crazy. certain scenes, he put like tape under her foot, making her off balance. And um, Will Smith would actually go on dates with her. To get, to get, I know. Hey, I ain't laughing at that at all because I've gone on dates with my with dogs many times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about actual dogs. Right. All right. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd go in that. No, all I the- did was laugh <laughs> and have a disgusted look no, on no, my no. face. No, no, no. I babysit people's dogs because I love them so much. And sometimes is when that they a dog jade, dogs, is it when you babysit dogs? Yeah, okay. and then no I can, I'll go that. out with them on leashes, man, and just go and sit in cafes and shit, because that's my jam. All right, so we're to be Going out with dogs on leashes is Wayne's jam. You know Got what it. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was your eight. eight. My number eight is Donkey from Shrek. Ah, Donkey. Largely because of Eddie Murphy's voice performance. No, no, 100% because of Eddie Murphy. And remember when this shit happened. Eddie Murphy was none too popular in terms of he had a few bombs here and oh, there. We, we, we know he checked out, but this was his last effort at being a decent actor, putting in a strong performance, the Shrek series, I feel. And he nailed it. And then he disappeared into the ether of shithouse films. And I don't care because I make so much fucking money. You're still sorry about that. I am yeah. sorry about that. Uh, obviously, he's now paid his dues. He's coming back. That's great. But he's a waffle-loving, singing awesomely friendly and here's the reason why though it made my list now do shout out here to Jason from the Binge Movies podcast yeah. who very recently did a ranking of the Shrek film interesting right. interesting go, go on go and listen to that for how he and his guests have ranked them but he makes the point of saying how the fuck does Donkey satisfy a dragon ah I've thought about this oh here we go so what it is Paul is um, when they say it's not the meat it's the motion they're actually wrong it's totally the meat um <laughs> Well, Jason's co-host on that episode was a woman who disagreed vehemently. She says it's the motion? She No, she says it's the meat. Of course it's the meat. You can't fucking, you can't fucking tap on it. <laughs> that exact, those exact words came out of Jason's mouth. Anyway, I should stop plugging that. <laughs> no, I believe it was a spiritual connection, Paul. Although he did not yeah, throw up, didn't he? They, he had, they had half donkey drag baby dragons. Like, how does that, how does micro penis get that job done? Well, actually, Paul, I've heard that you can impregnate a woman with friendly fire. You can just blow your beans near her and it can actually get her pregnant. What? Yes. What? This is not Scrubs the movie. Yeah, you know it's from Scrubs. That's where it came out. <laughs> but I have heard you can actually just... Actually, if you ever blow beans on a stomach and it drips down into the burger area, that's quite dangerous. you got to watch yourself. Boys, you got to watch yourself. There will be. I have zero doubt. Ladies, you got to watch yourself. A small <laughs> subset of people who tuned into this episode going, oh, this is a good wholesome entertainment. Top um, 10 pet sidekicks. I'm sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> just sorry. Look... At some stage, Jizz comes into the conversation every single time. <laughs> if not that, 
It's poo. 100%. Oh, poor. yeah, it's always poo. For sure. All right, that's my number eight. Nice one, Don't care. Uh, my number seven is another Disney franchise, which you mentioned briefly earlier, Hercules. Oh, Hercules. Hercules? Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> right. of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that's right. Now, first of all, I think this is one of the best Disney animated films ever. Funny shit ever. The bad guy is James Woods. Hades, his hair is flame. Well cast. Right, yes. Someone told me that I was Hades, despite having no hair. Uh, say it was, what, it burned all your no, hair just the, they, they said the way he emotes and talks and stuff, he reminds them. He wow. I don't know. I don't, Adam said that. Adam Duncan. Oh, I thought yeah. you were anyway. going to say one of your friends that you had stay over at night. No, 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 no. <laughs> Imagine that. You like Hades. What? Anyway, I'm um, sorry. Uh, yes. But Hercules had a Pegasus. He had a Pegasus. Mm-hmm. He had a flying horse. And that's all you need to fucking know. If your pet is a flying ass horse, holy shit, more than just <laughs> mythological origin. But he's, oh, first of all, they, they meet when he's a cute baby flying horse, which yeah, is very, okay. very cool. I mean, imagine having a flying horse during COVID-19. Like, imagine having, <laughs> like, you just take your ass away. Also, this horse, right? So relevant. He saves Hercules. He gets jealous of Hercules' girlfriend. He meets a lady Pegasus, which winds up being an illusion, but then he just wants to slam Pegasus' ass. And then he puts his foot in Oi's hoof in Hades' ass <laughs> at the end of the film. So this nice. is the shit. Also, he's sexy as fuck, man. It's a Pegasus, baby. No. If you were a horse and you got wings, forget about I, it. I'm not going to mock because of an upcoming choice on my list, but uh, oh, yeah. fair play. Fair play. Well nice done. One, brother. My number seven is another dog. This one is from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brandy the Pitbull. Low. Ooh. Slightly low. <laughs> Who totally saves Booth's life and probably Dalton's life when the Manson clan comes knocking. Now, spoilers for a film that's only three years old. Brandy is as loyal an animal, a pet, as you could possibly have. And so when Booth, who's tripping on LSD, whatever. Brad Pitt, yep. Yep, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, Booth, I meant Mm -hmm. when he's tripping on LSD, orders him to attack. He does not, she does not, I should say, hesitate. She just goes straight for the balls slash throat. That was the best bit ever because you hated the fucking Manson motherfuckers, yep. right? And then this dog goes ahead and saves him. And he's on LSD and they're pointing guns and he's like, because <laughs> he's on LSD. Mm-hmm. So now the backup is the dog and it saves him. And, and you know what? The, the, the relationship between dog and owner, this is very interesting in that film, okay? So Brad Pitt comes home to his trailer or whatever and the dog's there and um, he's about to feed him food and the dog goes, hey, did I hear a whimper? I will throw this out. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> and the dog's like, okay, okay, okay. It's like, because he's such a fucking like master, because I'm, I'm this problem with dogs, right, Paul? I have a dog. I let it run roughshod over me because I'm a bitch. Right. Okay. Right, right, I don't right. know anything. This dogs love discipline. They actually love to actually have boundaries and rules and this and that. So that's why he's such a gangster. It's not in my head because I've got no idea. I've never, I haven't had a dog since I was like, 15. I remember, Randy. Or 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it. Uh, that, that's, yeah, he's on my list like a motherfucker. So yeah, nice work. Ooh, we'll see how high doth, doth Brandy go. Okay. My number six is from a film, but the dog was made popular on TV. They just made a movie of this TV show. It's Brian from The Family Guy in the oh. movie Stewie the Unstilled Story. I feel like this is a little bit of a cheat, but okay, I go understand, on. but like uh, 30 minutes, Paul. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's come down before. By the end of this episode, <laughs> he'll have had six seconds. Six seconds to put this. this <laughs> now, Brian from Family Guy, I actually think he's one of the best characters ever. Yes, he's sarcastic. Yes, he's adventurous. And yes, he's wildly inappropriate, a little like myself. Um, say, sounds familiar. Uh, but he was, in fact, because he's the smartest guy in the family and he has a lot of sex. Um, <laughs> he does with women. It's weird. I'm not sure what it is, but I would imagine. Oh, what's called bestiality. I think what's called. <laughs> But they play that line so weirdly. Wait, but uh, Vote for Wayne's or vote for bestiality. No, it's, 
Um, Sorry, voluntary. I'll try, I'll try and there. Voluntary. Abuse. No. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, look, consensual. Consensual is what I mean. Yes, consensual. Now I will Makes tell you all the difference. <laughs> in the two dogs I have had, <laughs> not had. Not refrain, I have that's... owned, motherfucker. God damn. All right. I actually always imagined that those dogs had. Here's a life lesson for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when someone is talking, even jokingly, about bestiality, don't have your next sentence be the two dogs I've had. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Paul. 25 minutes, okay? It took 25 <laughs> minutes for this list to put together. <laughs> okay. I always thought that my dog would have the exact same voice and temperament as Brian, except my last do- uh, dog, Ty, who I imagined uh, sounded like Michael J. Fox. But other than that, <laughs> I-, I actually love just the attitude on the dog, okay. and I love that character. So there you are. Best character in the show. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> If you didn't make that mistake every week, we would know that was a Freudian <laughs> slip. Uh, my number six is the first orangutan on my list. It's Clyde from Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, right turn, Clyde. Right turn, Clyde. Exactly. Yes. I mean, this Clyde's got all the chewed. Clyde's got all the tricks. So Glenis would sit, walks past him, points his finger at him like a you know, finger gun at yep, him. Yep, and then puts his hands in the air and then pulls it bang trigger, and he falls. And he falls over. It doesn't fall over. This monkey sells the shit out of this. He fucking collapses really well. Like no, not worry about falling. Bam on the ground. He drinks at bars, although I think that might actually be the second film where he has imagine, a imagine doing that now. The animal rights people are up your asshole, in your yeah, pee yeah. hole, <laughs> all kinds of shit. The right turn Clyde, punching people out, whatever. That was the best thing about Clyde, okay? So first of all, these every which way but loose kind of like uh, movies, right? The Clint Eastwood, Sandra, I don't want to name is... Locke. Sandra Locke. It was his wife at his some point. wife at some time, exactly. Yeah. So well, I, was, I saw them when I was a kid with my dad, right? And the whole right turn Clyde, and you've got an actual orangutan monkey with you that can cold cock a motherfucker. And by, I'm pretty sure these guys are strong. So they'll fuck you oh. up, right? They'll fuck you right up. Yeah, referencing, nope. They are very strong. Oh, yeah. So well, I different reckon... Type of, different type Yeah, different, it's a ring. Yeah. Yep. But uh, the, the, that I loved. I love the fact that you actually have a bodyguard fucking orangutan. I love the way the fact he's just up for kissing anyone on the lips. He kisses Clint Eastwood's mum on the lips. That, old, that itself is scary because yep. you know. And they let that are. happen. I know. Like that, that actress let that happen. And then the second one kisses some dude on lips who's threatening to punch him out in a bar. It's funny as. Oh shit! I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the bartender in that scene is James Gammon from Major League. He's like, you don't want to go there, son. Really, yeah. man. I remember. According to the eighties, the best thing ever, ever is being a truck driver. <laughs> and then you get to have a chimpanzee, you have to have a B- but yeah, BJ sure. and the bear. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was way back in the day. Eastwood spoke about using this orangutan for the role and said, Clyde was one of the most natural actors I've ever worked with. But you had to get him on the first tape because boredom became a factor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, fun fact. When Clint Eastwood ran for the mayor of Carmel in the States, his campaign slogan was, every which way but lose. Uh, That's pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So, okay. Um, that was my number six. Oh, my number five is The Pitbull from Once Upon a Time ah, in Hollywood. Right, so, so not, not we're too back to you. far away. My number five. Here's where I had my horse on this list. It's Maximus from Tangled. I've not seen Tangled. Tangled is a 2010 animated film from DreamWorks, I think. But don't quote me on that one because I haven't put that in my little notes here. Now, this is Rapunzel told by Disney. Yes, yes Rapunzel told by Disney. And Maximus is... is Employed to chase the the male offsider of Rapunzel, so right. Flynn. He's trying to bring Flynn in, and he is like the best soldier in the whole army. Oh, so Maximus, he can do everything. He has impeccable tracking skills. He's got the nose of a sniffer dog, and at one point, he manages to use a sword in a battle versus Flynn. a horse uses a sword. Yes, so I mean, My obviously, board. this is ridiculous, but still, once a horse uses a sword, Disney, I'm sir. fucking on board. He's, eventually, he befriends Rapunzel, and then as a result, is is softer towards Flynn once he sees Flynn is trying to help Rapunzel, and they all sort of come together. 
And at the end of the film, they combine together to save the day from the evil witch, whatever her name is, woman. And Maximus is offered, is rewarded, I should say, offers the status amongst the royal guard and he helps replace their swords with frying pans. And under his leadership, the little bit at the end says, crime in the kingdom disappeared almost overnight, as did most of the apples. Oh, he ate apples? <laughs> okay. He loves apples. Very nice. Very nice. The film. He's a very charismatic, great Disney Disney character, animated film yeah, yeah, character, yeah. I should say. Actually, no, Disney did this film, not DreamWorks. I take it back. It, is, it is a Disney film. Is it a good show? Yeah, look. Because I've heard a lot about this film. I've heard a lot about it. The animation's excellent. Yeah? Yeah, for 2010. I feel like this might be, again, people out there who have more of this, but I feel like animated films peaked around that time. Really? And haven't really gone any further. Like You think of Pixar films... They don't look that much better now than they did tw- 10, 15 years that's ago. That's a good point. That's a good point. They were there. They and were Tangled there. might be. Is it CGI? Yeah. So it's, well, no, it's 3D. That 3D, yeah, yeah. 3D yeah, yeah. computer generated, yeah. Ah. So. Okay. No, that's cool. I, I actually, it's one of those things. I'll we'll you if that came it's on. It's CGI. Yes, of course it is. It's, not, it's, it's 3D animation. Yeah, but it's not, not the, 2D. the flat 2D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Mm. Mm, not so bad. Not Maximus bad. from Tangled is my number five. Nice one. My number four is a goddamn Marvel character, everyone. Ooh. It's the Flokin from motherfucking uh, the Flokin. Remember the uh, so there's uh, uh what was the fuck Captain Marvel? No, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, the cat thing. Yeah, the cat thing. It looks like Jones from Aliens, right? And so um, spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I loved the Flokin, uh, and I can't remember its name. But then again, I did this list in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way we didn't make that gag up. I just roll with it, and you have absolutely smashed that into the ground. What the, what the hell? Are you? No! Uh, fuck off. No! I suppose no! you didn't do that at the fucking mention of Sam, but there you are. Oh, yeah, I should have. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Flokin was, in fact, it doesn't appear as though it's a cat, and you think it's a cat all the way through the film, and it's like, you know, Sam Jackson is all like, hello, baby, what's up, is that? Turns out it can eat motherfuckers. It can eat motherfuckers, and in fact, gets the heroes out of shit by that very means, at a very critical point in the movie. Now, I love the idea that the Flurkin is, in fact, lethal and one of the most lethal things on the planet. So much so that the Skrulls shit their pants. It's like, you can't, you can't have that near me, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But it was just a really great character. that comes back in in Secret Invasion or whatever I certainly that, that hope TV so. show is. I certainly hope so. And even the, the poster for Captain Marvel has like features just off to the side in the shadows, the end of the cat walking off the frame. Ah. So it's like, oh, it's a whole thing. So I love that Flurkin. Big fan myself. Fair I actually enough. love cats in general. No, sorry, some cats. <laughs> no, some cats. I used to sort of co-own a cat with a partner once, but two, in fact. But there you are. Wayne's claim to fame for being a cat lover. I once co-owned a cat that didn't live in my house with yes. a partner once at some point it in the distant past. It lived on the past. driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a cat person, you're a dog person, face it. No, but I do I do genuinely like cats, and some strays have adopted me in the past. Remember, remember, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What, the Mackie, ginger cat? Mackie. Yeah, no, it was another one. Anyway, please, go on. So many strays. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a joke there that you're trying to make, but feel free. <laughs> my number four, dog time, yet again. This one was the first one that came to my mind. All right, that's my number one. And as it turned out, nope, it settled here at number four. It's Hooch from Tanner and Hooch. Oh, shit, that's a good one. I remember who. Yeah, well, if you had more than 10 minutes. Yeah, right! <laughs> when you're doing a list in motherfucking nine minutes, you don't even know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> this bit would probably be funny if you weren't calling attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, anyway, eight and a half minutes ago, when Wayne started this list. <laughs> I do apologize, everyone. <laughs> 
We didn't know we were going to do it. Oh, Jesus. Please tell us about... Uh, um, champagne. <laughs> sketch, champagne. Champagne podcast That's comedy. Right. <laughs> uh, Hooch. So this is uh, Tom Hanks in a late 80s guy who's very neat and tidy. gets paired with... What is he? He's a... Oh, right, God knows a, what he a is. Dog de Bordeaux. Or are you a French Mastiff? Is he a French Mastiff? Apparently. He uh, got some slobber, y'all. Oh, the slobber that up to the way. Hey, after the owner gets killed, and so he sort of takes him on board. And Hooch and he form a grudging, eventually, respect after Hooch does, like, ruins his house, put outside howls, oh, runs yeah. back inside. This gets, is not your room. Yeah, yeah Turner yeah. gets locked out. <laughs> this is not your room. <laughs> Man, uh, that- good fun back and forth. I mean, there's a lot of. A lot of Tom Hanks screaming. Oh, no, it's the shit. The, the, Tony Hooch is the bomb, okay? The only other one that... There was, I mean, the, K-9. the K-9 with James Belushi. <laughs> well, apparently the same year also had... Was it Top Dog with Chuck Norris? That doesn't count. No one talks that about that one. Count. <laughs> okay, no one even knew that happened. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. In Turner Top and Hooch... Top Dog plays like they had eight minutes flat to write Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these people can work miracles, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, no, but he helps without leads. He helps in the big fight at the end with when they eventually establish who did all the bad shit. Craig T. Nelson, of course, is involved in the uh, bad shit. Yes, and at the end, he, sh- he oh, gets man. shot. He this gets is shot. the thing, and here's why it got to four on my list because Hooch takes a bullet and dies, and 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 then eventually distracts Craig T. Nelson long enough for for Turner to shoot him and save the day. This is the eighties, ladies and gentlemen. They will kill. The fucking hero dog of the film to make a point. Absolutely. Because you did not think for one fucking second that was what was going to happen. Rushing to the vet. You think no, he's going to be okay? Blood loss. Boom, he dies. And then like Tom Hanks cries, the girl covers him. And then later in the movie, at the very end, you see that Hooch had Hooch a child. Had a child. Yeah, that's right. And this Puppies. is not your room. Yeah, okay. Now, in K-9, he didn't die. Jerry Lee is the name of that dog. He got shot. And lived. But he lived. Yeah. All right? And also, there was a scene where he set the dog on a bad guy to just... Bite his balls like like this, and like just keep it there. But that's not this film. No, and we can't give credit for that one. No, <laughs> my number four, Turner and Hooch. Nice. Uh, my number three is Doug from Up. Yeah, you know why? Because Doug it. from Up it. is it's like a lot of people have this on the list. Yo, man. First of all, I was late to Up. Didn't know how much it was going to tug at my heartstrings and make me change my life. But like when I saw that it was this movie is actually about dogs. Didn't know that Doug from dogs Up to get given a voice. Dude, he's got a yeah, he's got a color fucking thing which makes him actually talk. He's got the the thing about dogs for me is the big black nose. Okay, I need that big black nose. I need it in my face in my life. All right, uh, <laughs> absolutely. I've made up with so many dogs. I'm more talking about actual <laughs> dogs. Actually, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. By the way, I got I got a lot of heat about it though. But anyway, and um, as in you let dogs sniff your face and rub their nose. Sniff face, face, lick my face, lick my dick. Oh, not my stop dick. Stop it. Not my dick. It's not um, funny. It's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no peanut butter jokes here. Yeah. That was that was an, a, an ill-advised joke and not true. Yeah. But, we're all from, we're all, but that's what happens when you had seven <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <to your list. laughs> you got there a second before I did. <laughs> but what's cool about Doug, right, is that when he's like doing the dog call thing, saying, hi, I'm Doug. I want to do that. Squirrel! He'll just all of a sudden look over <laughs> to the right. Just like a dog, which is like the coolest shit and trick ever. So um, I'm sure I'm not alone here. Everyone loves Doug, right? Everyone digs Doug, right? Oh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, number three, the Doug. Nice, nice. I got your play on words there. <laughs> I think this this bit is probably timely to remind, not the right genre, sorry, medium, not the right uh, place, but Terry Pratchett's take on dogs was when they're, when they're barking, they're just going, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> <laughs> Actually... I believe so, unless the bark turns like a growl. Oh, yeah, that's then it's like, yeah, fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I like that. That made me laugh a lot. My number three is the aforementioned spoiled Jonesy from Sorry, Alien. 
Jonesy from Aliens. Now, Alien. Alien. And Aliens too. Was she in the... Yeah, he was okay, in yeah. at the start. And let's be clear here. The last surviving member of the Nostromo. Because idiot Ripley goes off and gets killed on the way back from the mission on LV-426. Wait, was that in Alien 3? Yeah. Oh, Jump. yeah, because she died on jumping off that thing. Yep. And then the cat is still hanging cat's around. still back around, whatever. I hope she put it in a, a fucking kennel or a haven. game, man. Okay. Jonesy, smart on every fucking human on Nostromo, stayed the fuck away from the alien. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not much of a movie, but it is the move. <laughs> So yeah, uh, and knows or gets carried into. It's smart enough and cute enough to get carried by the humans into the escape vessel and gets put in the, in the uh, what do you call it? Did she hypersleep with yeah. Ripley in her thing? Yep. It's a bit. So it seems like a bit of a biohazard. <laughs> but hey, I'm sure they had that sorted out in the fucking whatever the future was. Exactly. So, so yeah, we almost and Pat, we almost didn't get this magical duo because Sigourney Weaver skin reacted really badly to the cat. Oh, during the filming there. and uh, during their first scene together, and basically Sigourney. Offered to give up the role. Because of the cat? Yeah. But it turned out it wasn't the cat at all. Apparently it was the glycerin sprayed on her skin to make her appear sweaty that was a culprit. Ah, really? A bit of of information I found during my my research. And yeah, apparently Jonesy has quite the fan base. And why not? Because the absolute ultimate survivor of the Alien franchise, Jonesy the Cat from Mm. Alien. Research. A luxury you don't have when you (laughs) only have five minutes to do a list. (laughs) That's probably the last one. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We've got like four more of these. Well, we are running out of time, though. We are. Much we like are. when Wayne did his list in four minutes. Go. There it is. All right. Okay. My number two, everyone, was from a film called Raya and the Last Dragon. Now, this uh, okay. character it was called Tuk Tuk, and it was played yep. by Alan Tudyk. Yep. Now, I don't actually know what fucking animal it is. All right, it seems to be sort of like a hybrid kind of like armadillo. A armadillo with a really cute chipmunk face and yeah, rolls. It's and shit, yeah. yeah, no, it's adorable and shit, and that's what I love. But it's probably I would I would suggest the most useful Disney sidekick because the damn thing rolls into a ball, has a saddle on the top which swivels and allows Raya to just go places. She rides it like it's a giant unicycle, and it's cute. And it's awesome. And it's like that, that armadillo shell means that motherfucker's like, you know, you can hide behind it in a gunfight. Yep. You don't, but you can. So uh, <laughs> I think it's the most useful and wicked psychic. Push came to roll. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> so, uh, Tuck Tuck from Raya and the Last Dragon is my number two. Ooh, okay. My number two. We're going to bounce straight back to you for your 10 through two, Wayne, because my number two is where I had Samantha. Samantha? Ooh, that's fucking okay, Sam from yeah. I Am Legend. Because she? she was. Absolutely essential. She's the second best character, but not best. Second lead in this film. Not the uh, not the big um, the no. Dash Mihawk bad guy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah, okay. that thing's <laughs> name is. No. Okay. All right. My number ten is Nanook from fucking Lost Boys. Nine. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Nine. Toby from the Great Mouse Detective. Eight. Sam from the you know. Last le- legend movie. Uh, seven was Pegasus. I only Look, had three minutes to do this. It's not funny. Why are we laughing? It ain't funny. All right, fine. I'm laughing because I've had three beers. What are you laughing for? Laughing One coffee. Exactly. <laughs> uh, seven was Pegasus from Hercules. Six was uh, Brian from the from the Family Guy movie. Uh, sure, the sure, movie. It's a movie. Stewie Griffin, the untold story was the name of the movie. Anyway, number five, Pitbull from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What was his name, Paul? Some bitch. Brandy. Brandy. Four, the Floken from Captain Marvel. Three, Doug from Up. Two, Tuk Tuk from Raya and the Last Dragon. And my number one is... 
Gizmo from Gremlins. <laughs> Boom! Ah, double up. Ah, 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 ah. Came I, up this at this lo- point in time, <laughs> yeah. given you only had two minutes <laughs> to do this list, yes, yes. that's a phenomenal choice. You know what I'm saying? And uh, big spoilers. Also my number one. Is it? <laughs> yes. Okay, because I was sitting there thinking to myself, yo, is it a pet? And then I thought to myself, uh, Billy's dad bought it from an Asian Correct. man, gave it to his son, and didn't eat it. That's a fucking pet. <laughs> <laughs> what this is the magic of is... When you've got about 90 minutes to prepare, <laughs> and when you've got one and a half one minutes and to prepare, up, 90 seconds. you still land on the same choice as your number and one. And that's what happens when you do a podcast for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. Now, I know- I was already like, prepared the outrage card of, you forgot Gizmo? No, no, no. And no. I'm like, nah, you can't. Wayne only had like 75 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> God, stop there. Kind of a fucking miracle if you ask me. Yeah. Now- did you know that Tim Burton was going to rep- direct Yeah, this? I had heard this. Yep. And it's like, what the fuck? I don't know how this movie would have turned out if that was the case. Uh, but uh, even though Billy does actually have a dog. Does. Gizmo. No, is the, no one near is cool. No, Gizmo is fucking. I mean, do you agree? You know that the, the creator of, of Gizmo straight out claims that Baby Yoda ripped him off. Really? They said, if you look at your Baby Yoda and you look at Gizmo, it's the same goddamn thing and it's mm, reprehensible. And I'm like, yo, take yo. Away some, take away some fur, put in some green. You know? I can kind of see his point. It's a little bit there, but like, you know, and by the way, Gremlins being animatronic back in the day, that was quite the thing and very expensive back in the time. So I still love Gizmo and I'm glad he never turned into a green cunt. He's cute as fuck. Yes. He sings. Yes, well, too. <laughs> He's brave AF as well because... When he's going up against Spike and all his cronies, he's right there helping out Billy and the dog and Phoebe Cates. You know what the coolest shit ever was? When Gizmo gets into Barbie's dream car mm-hmm. and drives like a bitch around the place. Does the jump Dude. over the water? Dude. And gets hits the, uh, the the shade blind thing and the sunlight comes up. The, and, and everyone just ignores the fact that a Barbie dream car doesn't have a working accelerator <laughs> or steering wheel. I didn't care at the time and I don't care now. All I want is that visual of Gizmo driving around that motherfucker, man. Imagine if you could get into the toys of your childhood. I would have so many Starcom fucking things that I was driving. That was the shit. All right, so yes. My number one he is... must have been terrified, but he wasn't going to be bullied. That's Sorry, right. I jumped right. over the top of you No, there. no, that's it. That's number, one number one is announce it theatrically, Wayne. Gizmo from Gremlins Word. Very, very good. All right, so the only thing left for me to do is to announce my 10 through one because you heard it. Hit Number it. 10, Socks from Lightyear. Nine, Einstein from uh, Back to the Future. Eight, Donkey from Shrek. Seven, Brandy from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Clyde from Every Which Way But Loose is my number six. From Tangled, Maximus is my number five. Number four, Hooch from the titular Turner and Hooch. Mm-hmm. And Jonesy from Aliens, the last surviving member of the Nostromo. Number twos, I Am Legend, Samantha, a.k.a. Sam, the German Shepherd. And, of course, Gizmo, the whatever he is, Mogwai from Gremlins. Nice one. That's my number one. And Wayne's as well. So we have 100% agreed on the best pet sidekick. Wayne, honorable mention, sir. Well, given that I had 10 seconds to do this list, I would say that I, actually, I only have one, though. I have one. I have well, one. That's amazing. That is literally more than one a second. You are incredible, right? sir. I mean, someone, sometimes you got to roll like that, man. Uh, and it was Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I've never seen that movie. So. Okay, but All trust right. me, it's cute as fuck. I had two. Dog in Mad Max 2 from 1981, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. I think people are sick of me talking about Mad Max. And and only reason he didn't get on here is reasons he biased Sachi from Prey. Oh, that dog is cute. That, 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 that dog was right in the fight. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say without spoiling that, that particular film. And that is it from our list. What about yours? We wrap up every episode of the show with your feedback on the topic at hand, the segment that we call the Pop 10. Talk about 
talk about. Kicking off this week's pop ten with Jamie Davies is number three classic Toto from Wizard of Oz. Africa? Oh no, Toto! I say yeah, 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 that Toto. Yeah, got it. Got it. <laughs> Number two, Doug from Upward. And number one, Babe from Babe. Okay. Piggy. Was Piggy. Babe, was Babe the main character but not the sidekick? Possibly. There's but a I mean, lot of conjecture in these lists, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, this one. I mean, who knows how long he had to make his list? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly longer than, than uh, eight would, and a half seconds. One would think. <laughs> <laughs> Grant Lanham from the Milk Podcast said, Clyde. Every which way but loose. Mm-hmm. Dog for Trot Flats, although Wall is probably the human psychic. Another, another, yeah, yeah, that's right. And does Quado count from Total Recall? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but nice try. Nice try. John Hislander said number three again. Doug from Up. Yeah. Artax from The Never Ending Story. Rest in peace, Wolfgang Peterson. Is it passed the horse? Away during the- yes. Oh, man, that was a harsh scene. That was very sad, very sad. And I, here's one, Wayne. I'm going to ask your opinion on it. I don't agree. Gromit. Is there any other real answer here from Wallace and Gromit? I thought I have expected him to be on your list. I did, but I I really got into the same headspace with him as Chewbacca because Gromit runs the show, but really. A, yeah, but he's a dog, man. He like, is a dog. Yeah, a dog. That's true. That, that is true. And so, yeah, yeah, okay. I, know. Uh, I see. I see where he's coming from, it's John. I do. It's up there. And if if that is absolutely eligible, one hundred percent should be well high on the list. Francis Booker said. Hi hi or hey hey from Moana. I can't remember how they pronounce it. I've not it. seen that one. Just a hilarious brainless chicken. Number two, Donkey from Shrek. Played so incredibly well by Eddie Murphy. Great film and Donkey Rules. And Hell number yeah. one, Chewbacca. 100% Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Williams said The Pitbull from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I.E. Brandy. Oh yeah. Number two, Abu from Aladdin. Little Monkey? Yep. Yeah, not bad. And Milo from The Mask was his number one. Question. Jack Russell, right? Remember the, remember the, uh, the, the little monkey in Raiders of the Lost Ark? It just appeared to me now. Oh, yes. yes. Bad dates. Bad dates. <laughs> he's actually a bit of a prick, though. because nah, he's, he's, sort of, not, he's not yeah, a psychic. He's yeah, not psychic. Well, yeah, yeah. psychic to the bad guy and gets killed. So. Well, he fucking betrayed Indy, so actually fuck him. Mm. There you go. Kristen okay. <laughs> Akara said, Iron Legend, Samantha, the German Shepherd, Wallace and Gromit, Scrummit, and How to Train Your Dragons, Toothless Forever. Damn, Toothless. I haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon. Apparently, it's the shit. Yeah, it's a good series of films. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. a good choice, Kristen. Well, well played. Gary Stevenson said, number three, Baxter, Anchorman, Colin, the legend of Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Baxter, you are my Like a miniature way. Buddha covered in hair. <laughs> number two, Hedwig from Harry Potter. Never watched those Foul, foul. Foul, okay. And number one, Einstein, Back to the Future. Technically the first time traveler. Agreed, Gary, well played. James Newman, I think first time contributor to the show, said, Bar from Spaceballs. I thought about that, but then if Chewbacca is not allowed, neither is he. Yeah, I, I, agree, you know what I'm saying? I agree. Number two, Max from The Grinch. And number one, Hooch from Turner and Hooch. Nice. Very nice. Josh Ragland, the creator of the Countdown Scavenger Hunt, had Gil from What About Bob? I don't even remember a dog in that movie. I don't either, but I love that show. Mm, okay, go on. I didn't love the show at all. Mm. Number two, Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, dog. Dog in that. Do you know the oh, yeah, ghost yeah, yeah, yeah. dog with the skeleton yeah, bones? Yeah. And number one, Doug from Up. You reckon you might have won on that basis alone, mm, Wayne. Connell Tobin McNeil said, number three, Einstein, Back to the Future. Number two, Donkey from Shrek. And one, Skip, my dog Skip. Legit, very hard for me to watch this film to this day. We don't deserve dogs. Oh, yes. Sounds like a bad ending for... No, it does, and I don't skip. want to watch it, but I really definitely don't deserve dogs. Never seen it. Last one here. From Jesse Dixon, Snowball from Secret Life of Pets. Evil, easily, I should say. Kevin Hart's best acting role wouldn't be hard. Number two, Korg in Thor with Ragnarok. He's a pet rock, right? No. <laughs> no, stretching too hard. And number one, fair enough. Toto from Wizard of Oz paved the way for all future pet Sidekicks. Speaking of which, are we going to do DC Superhero Pet Super League thing? Is it out yet? Well, it's, yeah, no. It comes out middle of September. I think it's out in America, but not out here. 
So it's one of those ones held over for the school holidays. I actually was looking forward to that, but I don't know that I'd heard everything that was all that. It was all that. It did look cool to me, though. Well, it's not breaking any records, let's put it that way. Is it really? What a shame. Unless I was just a couple of our listeners saw it as an advanced screen. It's still now in the States. I'm not sure. So Okay. Haven't really put it on the list. We did get an invite to advanced screen. It was like 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. So, did we? Yeah. When? Uh, well back? Yeah. Okay. A week or two ago. So I guess it's out. Okay. We're done well, on that one. <laughs> I didn't respond because I couldn't go, but if you want to go, I can. No, I'm good. Okay. All right. I'm good. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> As we discuss future reviews slash bits and pieces on the countdown, Wayne, how do the listeners get us? Let us know, I should say, their feedback on the topic at hand or indeed anything about the show more generally. You know what? In that screen, there'd be so many kids. Oh, there would be central. That's why it's Saturday morning. You know what? You can keep that shit. Right. Okay. Sorry, everyone. You can get to us by searching for the <laughs> Countdown Podcast and getting all our socials. You can send us an email at the Countdown Podcast at gmail.com or you can visit the shitty website, <laughs> countdownpodcast.com. But it's a website. It has all our links. It has all our Which is links. better than we had ever achieved before. This so, work in progress. Let's put it that way. Follow us on Podbean, where we host. And you said the Facebook community. I'm just going to say Twitter, the Countdown PC. Thank you so much. Joining us today, Wayne, what's happening next week for episode 387? Top 10 movie stunts. Ooh, Big gonna, one. going to be a lot of work explosions. to try and describe those explosions and what happens. Yes, I hope this to have more than 12 milliseconds to do my list. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a, a visual medium, so we're going to have to do our best to describe it to you. But that's all for next week from today. Top 10 Pet Sidekicks, we are done. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. What is your major malfunction, <laughs> nuts? Seven seconds dedicated to the show only. What more can we say? That's right. Apart from Wayne did more work on that burp than he did. That's this right. Trying to cancel it out didn't really work out. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya. We're counting down the top 10 pet sidekicks. Woof! (laughs) (laughs) If no one else, exactly, we're amused. I don't believe there's any other point. (laughs)